Hello, and welcome to episode 72 of Anime Territory. I am your host this week, Benjamin Chabbing, and with me as always is my co-host, Johnny, did you know Americans call these Mario Karts? Ruha. <laughs> that is probably my favorite line from this from this show. Um, so, today we are going to be discussing Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. Which, let's get this straight up, uh, up front, a couple of things to note. Number one, there will be spoilers for Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. There will be spoilers for the Scott Pilgrim graphic novels. And probably spoilers for the movie as yes. well. And maybe the, the soundtrack... Possibly the game. Yeah. I haven't actually beaten the endings of the game, but I have read what they are. So maybe we'll talk about them. I have not played the game. Uh, I played it once. Okay. Maybe a couple times. I played the demo, and then I played it with Bo once. Cool. It's fun. I might get it. <laughs> I might get it now. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so the other thing we wanted to address, is this an anime? Should we be covering this on an anime podcast? Um... Do you have thoughts on this? I've got some thoughts written down. I'm going to say yes. It was made by Science Saru. This is an anime company. So mm-hmm. I'm counting it. Okay. So here's just play devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. Um, Science Saru did the animation, but like there are lots of American cartoons like Venture Brothers or mm-hmm. The Simpsons where they farm out the animation to like Korea or Japan. Okay. So, and I think Japan sometimes farms out animation to Korea. So. <laughs> That's not always an indicator that this is actually an anime or not. So here's the points I have. I don't know if you've got any other points. Nope. Points against uh, Canadian slash American producers and writers. Okay. Um, as far as we could tell, we couldn't really tell directors. We didn't recognize anybody. We're assuming they're Japanese based off of the names. Yes. So that's a that's a point for it. Is that potential Japanese directors created by a Japanese studios? Tain Saru. It has a Japanese dub that released at the same time as the American dub. Which or... I think some people were like doing, watching instead of. Because I think they assumed it was an anime. So they're like watching the dub. Of course they are. Um, Sorry. I... Yeah, they were watching the Japanese dub with okay. English subtitles. That's yes. how you would say that. All anime is dubbed. Even if, even sure. if you were reading subtitles, yes. it's still dubbed in Japanese. Um. Also, another point for it being an anime. Anime to the rest of the world means Japanese animation, but to Japan it just means yeah, animation. Yeah. So, so piss off. We want to watch Scott Pilgrim and talk about it. Yes, uh, it's, it's an anime. It qualifies. It qualifies more than all those other ones that are close. You know, it qualifies more than Avatar or Ruby. There's more of a uh, a Japanese, you know, foundation to it. It's our um, show. We'll do what we want. Brian Lee O'Malley is a huge weeb. <laughs> True. The, 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 the graphic novels have got references to... Um, I don't think they have references to Ava that I saw. But it has references to... No, I think it does have Ava references. Maybe a couple. Uh, there's a Porco Rosso poster in the background of one episode or one oh, comic. shit, really? Yeah, it's... Um, Oh, in Natalie's, it's, we're a little bit of spoiler. In Natalie's dorm room, there's a Porco Rosso poster. At one Dang, point. I was just too focused, like reading it. I didn't. Yeah, I um, really look at the panels. There's a reference to towards the end, Scott Pilgrim's Finest Hour. There's a reference to uh, Revolutionary Girl Lutania. Um, okay, which I would not have gotten if I had not seen Revolutionary Girl Lutania. But um, I can point it out to you sometime if you want. But I won't say here. But yeah, we're going to spoil this. It's an anime. Whatever. Close enough. Close I want to talk about it. Nobody listens to this anyway. Yeah. 
Um, sorry, you're you're in charge. I'll let right. you. So we'll just go into general impressions of the show. Scott Pilgrim takes off the show. Okay. Can I also give general impressions of everything? Sure. Okay. Go for general it. impressions of the show. I really liked it. It was a lot of fun. I think it really captures um, Brian Lee O'Malley's art style, which is a fun mm-hmm. art style. Yeah, um, I'm glad they kept that art style. Um, to anybody, sorry, going slightly back to the anime, is it anime topic? Some people are like, that doesn't look like anime animation. That's not how anime animation works. It's like, well, some anime animation looks like that. Uh, panty and stocking plus garter belt looks sort yeah. of like that. Mm-hmm. There, there are some stuff out there that, that is there. It's not like a realistic style, but there's anime out there like that. So mm-hmm. again, sorry, I wanted to point that out. Um, no, yeah, I really liked it. Um, my, my overall impression of scott pilgrim any scott pilgrim property uh is that it leaves me wanting leaves you wanting yeah but not in a bad way in a good way like i want more of this Mm -hmm. uh i just want kim ramona wallace and to a lesser extent scott to be happy to see them hang out some more like i like all those characters and i just want to like be in that world some more or get like a i think that's a good way to put it you want to be in that world more Yes, exactly. I want I want more. Yes. <laughs> I, I intentionally said leaves me wanting because mm-hmm. that's normally a bad thing. But but it does leave me wanting more. Um, you know, which I think this show does a good job of sort of giving us more from the comics mm-hmm. while also giving us less in some areas. But um, we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah, I'll save that till... I got a whole thing I want to talk mm-hmm. about. Um, Anything else? No, it's good. Go watch. I watched it twice. <laughs> yeah, uh, I really liked it. It is really fun. I have some nitpicks here and there, but overall, it's a really good time. It's okay. really good, really fun, funny. Go watch it. The, it's it's self contained. Mm-hmm. All the the clickbait articles are like they're not. They are prepared for no season two. It's like yeah, because. Yeah. Not a lot of stuff actually gets to season two, so let's just write season one to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, but what they did with, I will say, what they did with season one, the way the way. Okay, sorry, I'm gonna interrupt you real quick. Do you think people should watch the movie and or read the com- or the graphic novel before the show? <laughs> this is a tough question. Is this something you could like just this be your first exposure to Scott Pilgrim? I don't know how to answer this because I do not want to be that person who's like, no, go read the graphic novels first. What are you doing? I don't want to be that person. But I also know, like, man, having read the graphic novels, this is great. (laughs) Like, what they're doing here is, you know, I'm glad Mm -hmm. I'd read the novels beforehand so I have all this other stuff. I think this is better if you have context for Yes, but I think you can watch this I think you could. It's just hard to say because I have not. <laughs> that is true. It so, is hard hard to judge based on our experiences. Yes. I would say you could, but I would recommend at least either reading the graphic novel first or watching the movie first. Yeah. At the very least, I would say try to watch the movie first. It is a good movie. Mm-hmm. We rewatched the movie after watching this too. And I like, I, it's like my least favorite of all the Scott Pilgrim properties, the movie. Okay, I like the. I think I like the graphic novels best, and then the anime, and then the movie. See, I don't know. We might talk about that. 
Okay. I mean, we can just get into discussions here. Okay, let's so, just discuss. So well, let's... I guess, did you want to discuss the anime first? Yeah, well, let's, let's at the very least discuss what happens in the first episode. Okay. So the first episode is what what we all were not maybe not what we all were thinking we'd get what, what i was thinking is what we were thinking we'd get it's very much a hey you remember how everything was condensed in the movie when we made the graphic novels we took the graphic novel and condensed it all into a movie mm-hmm. well this we're not we don't have to do nearly as much condensing you know the first episode is almost beat for beat the first graphic novel it's almost um okay what God, is the first read... one called? Scott, Scott Pilgrim's Precious Little Life. Okay. Do you want me to grab? No, I should be able to remember all the titles once okay. I know what they're ordering. Scott Pilgrim's Precious Little Life is... I mean, I think that's honestly the episode title, too. Is Scott Pilgrim's Precious Little Life. Or maybe just Precious Little Life. Um, and it's just like, yeah, okay. This has got a few more. Expands out the beats. Which I would say the movie does a good job of capturing the first novel anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely more of the first novel than any of the other novels. Oh yeah, after the first one, it kind of it does Condense. shrink because drastically. Because the graphic novels we talked about this shortly before recording, they they span over the course of at least a year, a little yes. bit more than a year potentially. Um, April to I think, I think it's to March. Yeah, so maybe just a little under a year, but mm-hmm. basically a year is what we're looking at there. Um, so in the movie, it's like four days max. Yeah, max. <laughs> maybe a week. Maybe. That just depends on if there's some time cuts. Yeah, yeah just us but, not paying attention yeah. to when like it actually changes from day to night sort mm-hmm. of thing. But it's like, okay, this is... It's I like, get why they did that. It opens with snow on the ground, it ends with snow on the ground. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which does it does the novels end with snow on the ground? Is the stuff in Scott Pilgrim's Finest Hour in the winter, or is it more spring? I don't think there's snow on the ground, but there's definitely summer at one point. They go to a beach <laughs> yeah, house. I think that's four and, or five. Yeah, that's in four, which would be Scott Pilgrim versus the Universe. No, that's is that five? That one's five. What is four? Three. Three is the infinite sadness. Uh, Scott, it's uh, gets it together. Scott gets it together. Okay. Or gets his life together. I don't know. Dang it! I should have known. That's the one I'm weak on. He's, he gets it together. Is what it is. Something like that. Um. Sorry, I got detracted trying to think <laughs> of useless trivia that nobody cares about. Um. Yeah, so it's pretty much that until the very end of the episode when we get to his fight with Matthew Patel. Yes. Ramona's first evil ex, which I guess we've just been talking like people know things about Scott Pilgrim. Oh, yeah. Scott Pilgrim once is dating a high schooler named Mm -hmm. Knives Chow. Um, They only like sort of dating. Um, Mm -hmm. She's 17, he's 23. I don't know what age he is in the anime. They change his age from the comics to the movie to the anime, so I don't know. But um, says here 23. Yeah, he meets Ramona Flowers and is instantly like, I'm attracted to this person. Um, and sort of starts to see her before telling knives, before breaking up with her, which is our first indication Scott's not as much as like. People like Scott, and he's very charismatic. It's 
not the best person. No, he is not. He presents as like, I'm this lovable goofball nice guy. And he is a lovable goofball nice guy, but he's got problems. Which, mm-hmm. you know, the novels do a good point of saying like, hey, this is, you know, take this guy. He's going to slowly learn that, wait a minute, I haven't always been the best boyfriend to people or the best person to people. Um, I've made some mistakes and I need to actually own up to those instead of, you know, forgetting about them or ignoring them. This whole Um, thing is like he just, rather than confronting or like acknowledging mistakes or like hardships, he'll just forget them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's a point in the graphic novels, Mm -hmm. but, um, which I'll get to that a little bit later because I just want, I want to get to the twist. Okay. So at the end of the first episode, anyone who's watched the movie or read the comic book knows that he defeats Matthew Patel without too much hassle. But in this one, before the fight, like, fully gets started, he just, he loses, supposedly. And it's just like, he's dead. He's coins on the ground. Scott Pilgrim is dead after episode one. (laughs) Supposedly. Supposedly. And then it follows, from there, it follows Ramona being like, wait a minute, something's not right here. And then she goes like, oh, it looks at security footage. He's not dead. Somebody opened he a portal. Portaled. Somebody opened a portal and threw some coins out to make it seem like he got dead. Which I should also note, if you're not familiar with Scott Pilgrim, people die in this world, they turn into coins, like a video game. Mm-hmm. It's a video game version of Toronto. Yes. Um, so you're just like, okay, going in a completely different direction. We are not getting uh, a full-on it. animated adaptation of Scott Pilgrim graphic novel, which I would love. Mm-hmm. And was what people wanted. So that's what I was originally thinking this was. And then I got spoiled about. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. I got spoiled that Scott dies at the end of episode one. I don't think I got spoiled at it, but I think I figured something was up when people are like, don't, don't do anything. Just go in and watch it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually appreciate that. I'm, I'm glad it's something different. Well... And I think in an interview, Brian Lee O'Malley said, like, that sounds terrible. I would not want to make that. <laughs> that like, he doesn't think the end product would be terrible, but he would not, like, he'd be in a, he wouldn't want to do that. Do what? Make a straight adaptation oh, okay. of the graphic novels. He wouldn't want to, he'd want to do something new. He wouldn't want to just remake what he's already done. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, that sounds like an excruciating process that I don't want to do. So it's also probably, I think he was like really young when he wrote that. And there's probably a lot of things in there. He's like, ugh, I wrote this. Yeah, like the comics, they used the R word a couple of times. Yeah. Which you could just see is like, well, they're 20 something people in 2005. That was just part of the mm-hmm. nomenclature. They weren't like actively making fun of disabled people. They were just calling no, people just, stupid. Yeah, they, you, you know, could like, say that word back then. Okay. Now, not so much. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and there might be, I don't, that, that's probably the only, like, real dated thing I could say. But I could also see an author just not wanting to return to their previous mm-hmm. works and not wanting to, like, shorten it again. Like, it had already been shortened for the movie, but since he was basically writing the show with somebody else, like, how do, how do I take my, how do I kill my precious little darlings is, I think, an author term of, like, how do I cut stuff? Yeah. Because you need to still, like, even with this expanded format, you still can't adapt it one to one. So you would need to cut stuff. Gotcha. And what do you choose to cut? And that is hard to do when you know, especially when you have a finished product where you're like, yes, everything is already mm-hmm. 
you know, cut down. Now I need to cut it further. Well, you know, when do I stop? You know, what's sacred, what's not? It seems like something he just said, like, I would not want to do that. Let's just fresh start this. Yep. So, um, this is where I'm just kind of sort of kind of go into some of my notes here. If you'll okay. allow me. Go for um, it. I'll allow it. Okay. So the graphic novels. Okay. You know, the graphic novels are about Scott learning to own up to his mistakes and grow as a person. So, like, we have a... There's, there's literally a, an a enemy in the comics called Nega Scott, which is just how he represses things. So, like, mm-hmm. his breakup with Envy Adams back in college... That was all her fault. It wasn't because he was drunk at a New Year's Eve party and they had a big fight and mm-hmm. then they broke up. Um, also, potentially, he had the signs of like, okay, you know, it's pretty obvious that she's potentially cheating on me and I'm still sticking around and not confronting. Like, his fear of confrontation stopped okay. him from um, from ending it earlier because he didn't want to end it. Because there's a scene of them in the graphic novels where they're being intimate and then somebody leaves a voicemail for her and is like, who is that guy? It's like, oh, this friend I see sometimes. Like, are you, uh, are you cheating on me? Like, that was before their, gotcha. their big breakup there. So, like, you know, he's just like, oh, yeah, that was her fault. I'm the one in the wrong there. Mm. You know, and for the most part, it was mostly her fault. Yeah. But, but he still played a part in it. Mm-hmm. And he just forgets about that. He's just like, yeah, I just forgot about, like, a whole year there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um he when he dated Kim in high school, um, he's just like, yeah. I mean, it ended when I told her that I my family was moving to Toronto. And it's like, yeah. no, that's not what happened. You did. You did tell. not tell Kim. <laughs> Your other friend Lisa told Kim. That's how she figured found it out from somebody else that her boyfriend was moving away. Which is why they probably broke up is because he was not upfront about yeah, everything. He, you know, and he's just like, ah, Kim, I don't know, we dated, whatever, I don't remember. Like, he just yeah. he just forgets things or pretends mm-hmm. to forget things. You know, and that, you know, technically I was reading up on Nega Scott. Nega Scott didn't exist before he got infected with the glow. And the glow, like, manifested Nega Scott as a ultra, whatever. Okay. But I kind of just, like, Nega Scott's not always the been there. stuff, so... Okay. I'm just I, can, like, I can talk I don't know about the glow a I'm little just, bit. I'm just gonna just keep powering through. I gotta get this done before we record. <laughs> the glow is like a disease slash a mental like magic power. Yeah, <laughs> which Gideon can use to sort of like emotionally control people, mm-hmm. but Ramona can sort of use to Her. slip into subspace. Yeah, um, and you know it transferred to Scott. But then also transferred it to Gideon at one point. Yeah. But anyway, it's because of the glow being in Scott's mind that all this repression was able to manifest as Nega Scott. Gotcha. Um, you know, there's a line in the comic where it's like, I just have to defeat this Nega Scott guy and then I can forget about Ramona because they're going through a rough mm-hmm. patch. Um, but it's the opposite. It's the opposite. He needs to remember. Remember. And grow as a person. And because he can grow as a person, he can see those same problems he had existing inside Gideon. Which, you know, he's like, in the movie, Scott gets the power of love at the end, and then he gets the power of self-respect. Yes. Power of self-respect doesn't exist in the comics. No, it does not. He gets the power of love in, like, book four, yeah. when he confesses his love to Ramona. Mm-hmm. He gets the power of understanding when yes, he sees his own flaws in Gideon, mm-hmm. and is like, okay, 
I'm not this person because although we both have these flaws, he doesn't view them as flaws. <laughs> he doesn't view like okay. Gideon is like Gideon all his past. Yeah, Gideon's past exes are like same thing. He's just like, oh yeah, it was their fault that they left me. He but. also has them cryogenically frozen. Yeah, that thing that's holding them cryogenically frozen, it looks like a castle hanging from the ceiling. That's a reference to like an upside down castle in Revolutionary Girl who came, yes. Oh, okay. Um, I think there might also be people cryogenically frozen in that castle in Kenya. It's been a while since I've seen Revolutionary Girl who came. <laughs> yeah. okay. um, but he's just like, oh, okay, I understand how you function as a person. And mm. that's what gives him the power of understanding, which gives the power up he needs to defeat him yes um let's see okay now since we kind of talked about how at the end of the first episode it shifts from focusing on scott to focusing on ramona um the graphic novels are very much about scott confronting his past and becoming a better person yes um and there's a little ramona bit of that does with ramona. a little it has has a little bit of ramona yeah. redemption at the end yeah but, but this one is, is very is much a scott show it's a scott name for graphic novel it's about mm-hmm. him yeah which like i can't remember now because i reread the comics and i rewatched the show so many times mm-hmm. is it the show where ramona says i run away from what i love or is that the comics it might be both okay because very much like she just runs away from things before yes. she also like does not want to confront um while well, scott just forgets everything she runs from it yeah um, and she demonizes her past exes too, which is a the whole point of this show is so that she kind of makes amends with them to a point, and then no longer sees them as evil or mm-hmm. you know demonizes them. So yeah, the anime focuses on Ramona and her confronting her past instead of Scott confronting his flaws um, and learning not to demonize her exes. And Scott's development takes a back seat. Um, and it's just more on like, okay, hey, we're going to explore this character more. Cause she, especially in the movie, she doesn't really do much. Yeah. Um, that's kind of the biggest, maybe the biggest flaw of the movie is that just Ramona is not that interesting. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's like, does she have, she just wear wigs in that? Is that how they did the hair? The hair just seems off to me in the movie. It's probably a wig that they like just colored. Yeah. Cause like, um, I have written down here. Uh, is it weird if I'm more attracted to anime Ramona than live action Ramona? Uh, no comment. <laughs> um, oh, another thing I want to mention. So we talked about Nega Scott. Nega Scott doesn't exist in the anime. Correct. Um, which he barely exists in the movie. They don't use him to the same extent in the movie. It's just He's just a gag at the end of the movie. Oh, yeah. Um, as to being a driving force of change in the graphic it, novels. It's but, kind of the same. He confronts it. He conquers it but it's played as more as a laugh mm-hmm. but it's still kind of the same premise. yeah because he he defeats nega scott by absorbing him and then becoming one instead mm-hmm. of actually like defeating him rather than just making friends with and him then, and yeah. going out for yeah and the, in the movie there's like hey he's a good guy well, <laughs> so it's sort of the same thing yeah. he comes to terms with nega scott yeah. but um you know it's just not as big a thing in the movie mm-hmm. um so in this one, we don't really get a Nega Scott, or do we? Uh oh, what's your? So, um... oh, you talking about old Scott? Yeah. So we okay. learn in like episode six, at the yes. end of five, beginning of six. 
Episode 5, he comes back. Episode 6 is we go to the future. Yeah. So he was... The portal that opened up was his future self when he's separated from Ramona trying to convince his past self not to... Um, Pers- not, not to defeat the evil exes and don't date Ramona because it'll mm-hmm. just end in... Pain. Or... It'll be 10 times worse than when Envy broke up with you when, when mm-hmm. she leaves. Um, and that version of Scott... And then when we find even older Scott at the very end, it's very much like a, hey, you know all that, like, you know, you have the problems that you have? Well, here they are compounded. If you just follow this path, you're going to, you're not end up happy. You're going to end up as a, you know, okay. some some eviler version of yourself. So he sort of replaces Nega Scott in the, that instance of being the catalyst for change. I don't know if I should say this. Uh, potential spoilers for Fate Stay Night. It's kind of that premise, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was thinking that too as I was writing my notes. I'm like I'm this like... guy's just Archer. <laughs> um, but it's just like here's this path you could go down of your your destructive tendencies and mm-hmm. your your toxic traits. If you lean into them, you're gonna become this monster. You're gonna become Will Forte. Uh, oh gosh, <laughs> I don't want that. Um. But, yeah, so he sort of takes that place. He's the catalyst for change in yeah. Scott in the show. Because Scott's got to take a backseat for Ramona's development in the mm-hmm. show just for screen time. Yes. But he still gets that, like, he says, like, do you think I want to become that person? Like, let me make my own choices. And, you know, now that I know that this is what I could be, I'm going to hopefully try to avoid those. Yes. You know, and also just try harder. Mm-hmm. You know, meeting future Ramona, there's a point where future Ramona is like, yeah, he was the love of my life. Like, I wasn't going to give up on him. So he's just like, okay, well, maybe I need to, I need to, you know, not give up when she, when he hit a rough patch or, you know, like he's got hints to help him not become even older Scott. Um, So we can hope he'll be better. He'll better himself to avoid becoming that person. Um... I have one more point kind of wrapping up my um, Scott Pilgrim leaves me wanting comment. Okay. The end of the movie, the end of the graphic novels and the end of the anime are very much a what's going to happen next. We don't know, but let's go down. Let's start over. Fresh mm-hmm. start. Think what I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Fresh start. And that is, I think the ending that makes me go like, well, I want to know what happens next. Like, what's behind the door? Where, where are they going to be okay? Apparently just, they get divorced. <laughs> you know, and the anime sort of goes like, yeah, the end of the graphic novels, they're together for like 13 years and they're very happy during those times. And then they hit this rough patch and hopefully by the actions of future Ramona and current Ramona, I things will turn out better. I they're only married for like five years. No. He it says... He's, he says... Um, it's like, oh yeah, we went on our honeymoon to to Florida, uh-huh. and then they're like, um, you know, and then we got we got divorced. It's like, when after the after the honeymoon, some 12, 13 years later. <laughs> oh, he later. says that. Okay, yeah, I got you. I always i I kind of read it as like they were together like five to seven years, and then they divorced. But nope. and then like the last six years, he's just been doing nothing. Nope. Um, okay. I think that I think the separation is fairly recent. Separation. 
at that point. Um, we haven't talked about too much of what happens in the anime, but that's less important, I think. Uh, uh, we can go into it. We can, but um, oh, we'll, we'll talk about. We're, we're getting our Scott stuff out first. Just... Yeah. So, um, God. Oh yeah, they they always end with me being like, "Well, what happens next? I want to know more. I want to spend more time with these characters. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want there to be more conflict." Um, I just want there to be like a big epilogue, I guess, is what I want. I think like, I oh want yeah, they're happy. This is just a series of shorts where young Neil reviews movies. <laughs> that because he's a good. cinephile. <laughs> right after I learned I was a cinephile. <laughs> young Neil might be my favorite character from the anime. Oh my god, he's so good. I love again the nickname you gave me. I just constantly think back to you know in the U.S. they call these Mario cards. I don't think that's right. <laughs> How would you know? Like, from the U.S.? Yes. Well, that's what they call them in Japan. <laughs> I still don't think that's right. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. Um, go read the graphic novels. They're great. Um, can I give a quick... Can we quickly dive into Best Girl? Okay. Go for it. Uh, best Girl in the anime, I would say, is Ramona. Okay. Super Ramona. Okay. Um, best girl in the graphic novels. I'm going with my girl Kim P. It's a good. That's a good one. It's either Kim or Ramona. Yeah, those are the. They're they're, they're both great. Mm-hmm. And I think in the comics, Kim might be my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um. Which yeah, that's another thing in the comics is like, Kim and Ramona become really good friends. Yeah. So it's like oh, that's. Why is Kim so... I don't know. Kim's really cool. Um, it's another shame of the movie is Kim's just not really there. Yeah. I mean, she's there, but yeah. she's just sort of there mm-hmm. instead of having a lot of, like, her background with Scott, which I think is some really interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. Also, we don't get any Lisa in the anime or the movie. Nope. I like more Lisa. Um, I don't know. I could take her leave Lisa. But uh, I... I liked her when she showed up in the graphic novels um in the in the past whatever but like i don't know i like the uh the drama yeah, that came from like oh this that. this girl I, that i kind of forgot really that she showed up in real life or like she showed in real up. time yeah yeah um because it's just sort of this okay she definitely still has a thing for scott and mm-hmm. scott sort of had a thing that they never acted on in the past and there's all these um you know emotions that emotions. never never clearly got communicated mm-hmm. and they're coming up now and you know what yeah. does this mean and i don't know i like that drama that was that was some like <laughs> it wasn't world ending drama it was just where the scott pilgrim comics actually shine it's just like yeah this is just like 20 something year olds trying to figure Fair out love yeah. and emotions and and life yeah. um and there's there's not the crazy stakes, which the crazy stakes are fun. You know, that's what makes the oh, the video game world. That makes me think. Are all those people kind of like rich kids who just pretend they're poor? Because like, at some point, Scott's parents just buy him an apartment. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> and like, they're in, they're like on an extended vacation in Europe. Yeah, I think Scott's parents are rich. Yeah. But I'm just like, what are you he doing? He was here? like... He wasn't. I don't think he was getting financial aid from them when he was living with Wallace. Okay. He was Is just it, sort of bumming was, off of Wallace. 
was that a choice or was it just like he just never talks to his parents so they had no I idea just, I just don't think he like told them he was needing anything until okay. it was like he's just that like he's that oblivious I guess yeah cause he's just like okay I'm, we lost the lease on or you know Wallace moved out I can't go back there um I'm living with Ramona Ramona left I locked my keys inside I can't get in um, I can I slept on Kim's couch once, and then her roommate sold the couch. I can't sleep there, so then he finally turns to his parents and mm-hmm. you know gets gets help. But uh, but he was also going through a point where it's like, oh yeah, he wasn't working his job yeah. several months. He's like Ramona left. He was in a funk. It was just playing video games. Yeah. Um, man, stuff from my books are good. Should I go reread them right now? Pause the podcast, go reread the comics again. All right, well, we're going to pause. And we're back. <laughs> we didn't read anything. We didn't pause. <laughs> they don't know that. Now they do. I just told them. Dang it. Um, I was going to say, I feel like this, this feeling of, like, I want more Scott Pilgrim stuff. I think I had the same feeling when I read the comics back in high school, too. Um, it was just like, yeah, I just want there to be more. <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay, I, I I shot my idea, Young Neil, like Roger Ebert type of show. Okay, that would be a spinoff. Not Whatever, a, not a second season. <laughs> it's I, it's more Scott Pilgrim stuff. So like the fact that most of Scott Pilgrim um, takes off um, has you know completely different than mm-hmm. the graphic novels even if it's a complete story, means that they've sort of set themselves up with, yeah, if they wanted to do another season, they completely just could. Because it's like, yeah, we'll just tell another story. Yeah. You know, or or maybe one day we'll get the faithful adaptation of the comics, which, again, I would really like to see, but I'm glad that we had something different, too. I'm glad that I could see a little bit like, oh, so, like, they were happy for a long time after the end of the comics there. See, I'm just thinking of stupid things. Like, I kind of just want to see what the movie would be like if it was they made that movie from the show oh okay <laughs> where it's like todd and envy acting as scott and ramona well but here's the thing here's the problem with that i'm fairly I know for this sure will never happen. i just those I'm, are things i want to see i'm fairly for sure that the um directed by edgar wrong i'm fairly for sure that the the meta text of the uh, the continuity of the anime is that the events of the comics happened. Old Scott goes back and changes those events. Yes. We get the events of the anime. Old Ramona goes back and writes the script for the movie that we actually got in America, like that released for Scott Pilgrim. Like she's like, yeah, I changed, you know, merged a few characters. Oh, okay. Through stuff. So like I read that as that script she wrote is the script for Scott Pilgrim the movie. <laughs> okay. So like the Scott Pilgrim the movie that we can go and watch in real life is the script that she made, just not with those actors. Well, technically with those actors. Well, yes, but not playing the roles there. <laughs> gotcha. Um, that's that's how I kind of read that meta okay, that'd that be cool. meta joke there. Okay. Like, oh, yeah, that's just straight up the script that, of the movie. I didn't catch that. That's fun. Because we didn't see all that many scenes that they were mm. trying to film. So it's like, yeah, I'm I'm fairly sure if they had completed that movie, it would have just been Scott Pilgrim versus the World, the movie. Gotcha. Um, okay. 
Let's talk about the show a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I'll let you take the reins here and talk about what happens in the show. Okay, so we already talked about episode one. Scott dies at the end. Yep. Episode two is we start with Matthew Patel challenges Gideon for lead of the evil exes. Yep. He wins, so now he controls G-Man Records. Yep, his, his, his empire. empire. Two record companies, so many like animal shelters, <laughs> the League of Evil Exes. Yeah. So, yeah, Matthew becomes head of that league, and Gideon has to move. He eventually moves in with Julia. Julia. Yeah, which is another thing. They they expanded Julie as a character, which, why wouldn't you do that when you had Aubrey Plaza? I think that's the thing where it's like, we have Aubrey Plaza. Let's give her a little bit more to do. Yeah. Because she's she's fun in the movie, and she's she's just sort of an annoying bitch in the comics. But it's just like, oh, yeah, we'll just make her a fun character. We'll, we'll keep her she's tr- very true to her character in the comics in the mm-hmm. movie but it's like let's just expand upon her make her more of a player in this so mm-hmm. so yeah that happens and then we go to scott's funeral um i love that his casket is just coins <laughs> yeah you called that there's a couple of things where you just like you're like they're gonna say this or they're going to oh yeah you're like and another thing is neil's sleep paralysis demon <laughs> where you're just like Neil wakes up in the middle of the night and he looks over at somebody on his computer and you're just like, ah, sleep paralysis demon. And Neil goes, my sleep paralysis demon? I'm like, you, you called it. There's another instance where you just called yeah. something like, and then five seconds later, it came true. Yeah, but I saw the cask. I'm like, please be tokens. Please be tokens. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Vindication. Um, What is it? Envy crashes the funeral. Yep. Performs. What was the song she performed? I Will Remember You. Okay, that's what it was. Somebody doesn't wear pants. Was it Envy? Envy doesn't wear pants? Yeah, she's... No, she's wearing like a, a leotard or something. Okay. I just remember somebody not wearing pants. Okay. Anyways, that's episode two. I think... Okay, at the end of episode two, Ramona hears Scott's voice, so she thinks he's still alive mm. in her dreams. Uh, episode three, um, Neil writes the screenplay. Yep. Or sorry, his sleep paralysis demon writes his screenplay. He's like, I wrote this also in my sleep. Also becomes a cinephile. <laughs> um, Ramona f- reveal or sees the, the security footage from the night Scott was killed, and then discovers he was just portaled, mm-hmm. so he's still alive. And then she goes on her quest to like interview evil exes and others to figure out what happened to Scott. Yeah, she like goes and she starts. She doesn't want to talk to her evil exes at first. Mm-hmm. She goes and talks to like Kim at one point through like yeah, you, or she talks to Julie first mm-hmm. um, to get like the who's and what's from Scott's past. And like, so oh, Julie you know, is kind of suspect because she absolutely hates Scott. Yeah, um, but like Julie wouldn't fake his death. Julie would kill him. <laughs> yes, very much so. That's my gist of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the yeah, so Julie's like, well, you know who's known him the longest is Kim. Yeah, and we're like, yeah, Kim. Um, she goes to the video store that Kim works at, mm-hmm. and then at that video store, um, she has to she gets con- Roxy, one of her exes, shows up, yep. and then they have a big fight, and then they cool fight scene. Yep, they go into different movies and stuff. That was mm-hmm. fun. Um, just, just sort of stuff like yeah that. It never happened in Scott Pilgrim comics, but I could see that happening in the yeah. world of Scott Pilgrim. Because, like, yeah, the no- novels, is just, there's really no fight. They're very short, the fight scenes. 
Um, I don't know. Some of them are more prolonged. But it's also just not the point yeah. of the comics. There's also just like, what is it? Um, the fourth one they just get it over with so quick, or is it the fifth one that they get it over with so quick? I, think I feel like the Lucas Lee one was super. Oh yeah, cool. sorry. Yeah, it was Lucas Lee. It was like, the second he shows one. up, he punches Scott twice, and then he does the thing. Yeah, and then it's just like, okay, <laughs> they actually expanded the. That's Lucas like the Lee best role. one in the movie. What? What? Yeah. <laughs> they expanded it in the movie yeah. but yeah Lucas Lee the second one is just like oh yeah no most of this book is just mm-hmm. you know the drama happening and then the evil ex is taken care of so quickly yes which I, with the graphic novel it's fine I'm glad they didn't do that with the movies so I'm glad that the movie yeah that was a fun sequence fights. in the movies and that sequence in the movie gets parodied or mirrored um, in a completely different <laughs> character's fight scene <laughs> Because like in the movie, he's like he has to fight all of his stunt doubles, yeah. um, and that just doesn't happen. That's not a thing mm-hmm. in the comic. But the movie added that, I guess, just to have yeah. more stuff happen, more fights happen. Um, and then in the in the anime, there's just two other characters that are like, we're gonna have our stunt doubles fight each other. <laughs> what is it? I think Envy has Envy has Ramona fight Wallace's stunt yeah, doubles. Wallace's stunt doubles. <laughs> And then they just quit at, go towards halfway through the fight because Wallace keeps <laughs> Wallace, emotional. We can handle physical abuse, but we draw the line at emotional abuse. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's... Ramona fights Roxy. They reconcile during the fight. Boom, she's off the suspect list. Yep. Kim and Roxy. They're like, yeah, Roxy didn't know that, that Scott was alive, so mm-hmm. take her off the list. Yep. And then she's like, am I going to have to do this with all my evil exes? And they're like, yeah, probably. Probably. Um, is the next episode the Lucas Lee one? Yes. Okay. Which got a great song, United States of Whatever. God, it's such a good song. It's so fun. I think I had heard that song once before. I think at friend of the show Alex's house. He just had that playing one okay. night. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> uh, this might be my favorite episode. Got a lot of cool skateboard tricks. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, what is it? Lucas Lee's career is struggling as a lead actor. So he has to take the titular role in Neil's film, Scott Pilgrim's Precious Little Life. <laughs> um, what is it? Wallace Wells eventually gets cast as himself. Um, while they're shooting, Lucas Lee and Ramona are attacked by the paparazzi, who are ninjas. Yep. They attack him after it was discovered that Lucas Lee was dating the actor playing Knives Chow. It's like, Lucas Lee is dating an actor playing a high schooler. (laughs) Aren't they like saying Lucas Lee is dating a high schooler? It's like, no, the actress is like 31. No, they're... Okay. They they literally said Lucas Lee dating an actress playing a high schooler. Okay. And then Ramona's like, you're dating a 17-year-old? And it's like, she's 31 in real life. (laughs) Like, it's not necessarily a big scandal other than the fact that they're dating, but... Mm-hmm. It's just like immediately after Lucas Lee calls Scott an idiot for dating a high schooler, the news is like, Lucas Lee dating an actress playing a high schooler. Um, but yeah, Luke, him and, sorry, Lucas and Ramona again kind of make up and then she sneaks him out of the studio and he's off the movie. Yeah. yeah he sort of has like a final moment of realization where he's like, wait a minute. Like the actor who played Wallace Wells was just fired from the set. And he's mm-hmm. like, wait, that can happen? That could happen to me. So, like, he starts to take things, like, he's reading the script. He's like, 
actually reading the script. Because earlier he said, like, I don't even read the scripts anymore. I just say whatever cops into my mind first. <laughs> and then he says a really stupid line. It's like, is that why half of the lines in your last movie were, let's party? <laughs> I think he says it later. Yeah. Let's party. <laughs> like, five seconds later. It's just... Here's a drink. He's like, ah, yes, let's party. <laughs> um, so yeah, he's taking it seriously. He's just like, he reads like, you know what? In this movie, like, there's a Lucas Lee character, <laughs> and he's an idiot. <laughs> Is that me? <laughs> I wouldn't be that stupid. Oh. So he's got a little bit of introspection, a little bit of redemption, mm-hmm. and a little bit of you know, then making up. Mm-hmm. Um, At the end, Evil Todd shows up. And he's going to take the Scott Pilgrim part because he yeah. wants to get into acting. Yep. And she's like, hmm, vegan portals. Maybe. It's the same portals. Maybe. Maybe. So mm-hmm. then, you know, it kind of sets up the next episode. It's going to be. Which about... is one of those faux documentary spoofs. Yeah. They get Weird Al to voice a narrator for. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> um, but yeah. But yeah, so it's just. Uh, first of all, one problem with the movie is that. Um, since Envy Adams is playing Ramona mm-hmm. and Todd is now playing Scott, they're just like, like anytime it's like, okay, now just gently put your arm around her back in this scene. And, and they just start, uh, it goes a little bit further than making out yeah, of points. Some but, points. Um, they were unintentionally doing the Fincher multiple takes. But yeah. They didn't want to. Um, Wallace goes up to the director. Who's just like, I got an idea for the scene. So like instead he stares into Wallace's eyes and then he kisses, and then that causes Todd to be like, "Whoa, whoa, sparks!" <laughs> and Wallace does his thing where he just um, gets people to fall in love with him, mm-hmm. and he's just like, so "Sparks aren't real." Todd and Wallace are having a secret affair. You want to go run lines in the trailer? Lines? <laughs> want to run lines? This is this is the first place where me and Wallace make out. This is the second place. <laughs> this, this was the third. third. <laughs> Um, when Wallace is like, uh, our relationship is going to end when the movie ends. It just like breaks Todd, mm-hmm. and which makes Envy mad at her. And so and Wallace loses. is like, hey, take it up with my stunt doubles. And then Envy's like, all right, well, then Ramona, you need to come over here and do a stunt. She thinks it's part of the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then she's like, wait, this wasn't part of the movie? You guys were just <laughs> trying to fight each other? Mm-hmm. After um, the fight, Ramona shows Envy the footage of the portal. And she's like, that's not Todd's portal. Yeah, that's too crisp and clean. Yeah. <laughs> he would not be that good at it. Um, then, Todd is broken. He gave up being a vegan because of Wallace dumping him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Matthew Patel, new CEO, shows up and... Um, shuts down production. Shuts down the production there. He's like, this is a character assassination. I won that fight. Um, but he agrees to meet with... Um, Steven still and Knives who's just started hanging out with um Oh yeah, Knives and Steven have started like their own band now. Yeah. Knives is a Knives is a prodigy at bass and piano. Yeah. <laughs> and Steven's like, Would you be interested in collaborating with a seasoned songwriter? <laughs> and they develop a uh they develop a Scott Pilgrim versus the World musical. Yes. It's Scott Pilgrim's precious little musical, is that what they call it? I don't remember, I didn't write that down. Um, and they convince Matthew Patel to to finance it so he can be the lead role. Yes, because he's a D plus, is a D D plus uh, theater major. Yes. before he took over the Empire in the fight. Mm-hmm. Um, 
let's see. After episode six, we start with Gideon, who's now Gordon. Yeah, he's going back to his birth name, Gordon Goose. Which, in hindsight, a fun name. Not a good name to have, though. In the comics, his middle name was Gordon. It was Gideon Gordon Graves. Mm -hmm. Um, But Gordon's, like, dating Julie now and, like, living with her. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, Lucas Lee shows up and they befriend each other. Yeah, they have a fun. He's, he's sort of in like a he's in a rut, like mm-hmm. watching <laughs> watching rom com anime and eating chips on the couch. Like, dude, I've been there. <laughs> it's literally me. Um, Lucas Lee is like, you lost everything. I lost everything. <laughs> Team up or something. It's like I got a better idea for you. Friendship. And they just they build this gate ramp in Julie's apartment. They have paintball fight and break a bunch of stuff. And it's like I was gone for ninety minutes. <laughs> Good bit. Uh, I keep forgetting about the robot. Yeah, it's a little robot running around. Mm-hmm. Which I think he's in like every episode. This one, he's just like in the apartment pretending to be a lamp. Mm-hmm. They're just like, what's that robot doing here? And we we've seen that robot. We know it's the robot made by um, Ken and Kyle Katayanagi. Yes, we um, know it's their robot, their precious little boy. At the end of that episode, Ramona's like, "I know, I know who did it, or I know how, who, and um, where. Not you know, it's who? how, who, and why is yeah. what it was. Um, maybe not why, but maybe not the why, but the, she knows who did it and how they did it." They used a vegan robot, a little robot. The robot is a vegan. To open the portal and take them. Mm-hmm. And that robot was made by Ken and Kyle Katayanagi. Yes. So, but then at the end of it, Scott just shows up and it's like, was it the Katayanagi? He's like, yes. But also no. That was me. <laughs> the Katayanagis and their robot did it, but it was future me who did it. Boom, boom, boom. And we then, also learned that the screenplay that young Neil wrote was made 13 years in the future. Yep. Or I think it was 15 years. Okay. So, I don't know. Actually, here it says 14. <laughs> anyway. Um, so those are the big two reveals at the end of episode six. Yeah. Episode seven, when we go to the future where Yeah, Scott, we follow what happens Scott after he falls into yes, the portal. He goes to the future where future Scott took him, who was voiced by Will Forte. Good, good choice. Good choice, yeah. Will Forte does good work. <laughs> we learn that... Uh, Scott and Ramona got married, but later divorced. Um, he started a band with the Katianagi twins. <laughs> they got 105 views on their yeah. latest music video on YouTube. Kind of more than we can say. Wasn't a bad song. It was yeah. weird. It was fun. Anyways, he's living in what is it? Wallace's base or yeah, he's living basement. in Wallace's basement. Wallace, Wallace is, is married to a man who works at Nintendo. Yeah. Which did you catch that it's like the same guy from the comic? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Mobile, right? Mobile, that's his name. I couldn't figure, I couldn't remember his name. I knew it was something stupid. Yeah, it's just like, oh, okay, yeah, that's that's probably Mobile. They never say his name. He, it looks, looks like him. Looks like him. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just like, they're just like, he, he's got to learn someday, Scott. It's like I don't think he's ready. Wallace's husband works at Nintendo. <laughs> what? He gets all the games for free. That's right. Nope. No, nope. Scott, that's not how it works. Yep, that's how it works. He gets all the games for free. <laughs> <laughs> Where they make the video games? <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, old Scott took him because he's trying to get Scott to forgive Ramona so that they never mm-hmm. get together. Blah, blah, blah. We discussed that already. Yeah. Um, 
He eventually, with the robot's help, he can go and, like, basically... Because the robot is disconnected from time and space is how he's able to time travel. So, yeah. Um, But he can basically go control the robot in the past to see what's going on. And that's Mm -hmm. why the robot's been in every episode that's spying on people. Mm -hmm. Because it's been Scott following what happens. Mm -hmm. Um, We get to meet, you know, even older... He he and Wallace go and meet up with um, older Ramona. Mm Mm-hmm. She uses her DeLorean time skate. She explains how she wrote the movie to um, basically, like, I needed our love story to get out there. Because, you know, he changed the past, but, you know, he was the love of my life. I needed needed younger Scott to know about us, you know, and hopefully he'd see the movie. Um, and it's just like, but it was a train wreck. It failed. And Scott's like, that's not what I saw. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I watched what happened. You, you, you know, went and, you know, did a lot of stuff, you know, it. It got out there. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I was able to see our love through your actions in the past. Um, even though her actions in the past are just sort of like, I don't necessarily know why I'm doing this. We had like one night together. But there were sparks. There were sparks. And now I'm curious as to what happened, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have to do this. I'm drawn to do this. Which you could take as like a destiny, fate sort of thing. of Like, oh yeah, they're they're meant for each other. They're... You know, that's why this is happening. Um, uh, anything else interesting happened in that episode? No, the DeLorean skits have to go 88 miles an hour to work. Yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is in kilometers. <laughs> okay. Which Is that a bit from the comics, too, where she's just like, I don't know what that is in kilometers, or is that just from the anime? I think it's just from the anime. Uh, um. They, they, she said that before, too, when she's talking about the subspace highway. I don't know what that is in kilometers. Um, um, but, yeah. So, Scott apologizes to Knives, and then he tries to kiss Ramona, but there's a force field between their lips. A.K. Field, which is an Ava reference. Oh, did you say A.K. Field? Yeah. Okay. Which, I think in Ava, it is... An anti-kiss AT. field? <laughs> yeah. It's an anti-kiss field in this. In Ava, I think it is an A.T. field. And it's actually know. sort of our namesake. It's like... Um, it's, it's anime or it's absolute territory field sort of thing, uh, okay. which we're anime territory is a reference to that. So gotcha. I believe I might need to fact check myself on that. Okay, while you're fact checking, um, episode seven ends with them all heading to Matthew Patel's musical adaptation of Scott Pilgrim's Precious Little Life. Sorry, absolute terror field is what it absolute stands for. Terror. That's that's another way to describe this show. <laughs> So, final episode, they're all at the play. During the play, an even older Scott teleports Scott, Ramona, his fr- their friends, and the evil exes yep. to somewhere. Yeah, I don't know if that... Was that supposed to be the moon? I don't know. It's like some desert wasteland. Was desert it in the future? Wasteland, or I don't know. Present? Who knows? Most of the evil... Like Gideon is just like, yeah, this has nothing to do with us. Can we just leave? <laughs> oh, yeah. But eventually they all fight him. Um... They all fight. Eventually, the fight is is just Scott and Ramona versus older Scott. But then old Ramona shows up. She digivolves into super. They don't. She fuses digi- with with uh, normal Ramona, and they become super, super Ramona. Ramona. And then Scott, young Scott or normal Scott, goes like in Sonic Three, and older Scott goes like in Sonic Two. I mean Three. <laughs> when he hears young Scott say it. Um, which is a callback to how they um, 
they did the joke in the first episode. In the movie, it, he goes and talks about how Pac-Man was called mm-hmm. um, Puck-Man or something like that. Yeah. And they were worried about... The, he's giving Vandalism, that random yeah. video game trivia. But in this one, he's just like, there were two Sonic cartoons in the 90s. And they were both... Sonic was voiced by the same guy in both of them. Can you imagine the same guy playing uh, the same character in two different things? It's a... <laughs> had a text to michael sarah okay. um and that that just joke just doesn't exist in the comics mm-hmm. it's just the awkward moment of being like am i dreaming is this real um yeah so that's another thing that the movie added that i i like that they they kept that um in the anime uh i'm sorry sonic reference they super ramona is just like well we can always clean up the mess and you know they're basically just like giving us hope again yep. that you know this one hasn't made this one's still a babe in the woods and it's never too late to change you know, clean up a mess there so so, yeah. so maybe they'll get back Super together Ramona or... sends scott back to where he's supposed to go and he's able she's able to like kiss normal scott and break the field mm-hmm. gideon and julie sorry gordon and julie were planning on blowing up <laughs> the, the um stage the stage at the finale but um, Matthew was able to use his hipster chicks to disarm all the bombs. Hipster before. demon chicks. Yep. Um, and then at the end of it, he's just like, I mean, do you, you want please your... take the CEO job back? I've lost so much, much money. money. <laughs> this is so hard. And so they are friends for now. Mm-hmm. At the As they're walking out, you can hear Gideon say, I like Matthew now. <laughs> or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Um but we get a little stinger in the middle of the credits where they are um, Gideon and Julie are, or Gordon and Julie are evil laughing. So maybe a little bit of a sequel bait, but we don't need it. It but could just be, yeah, they're just going to be up to evil shit now because they find that attractive in each other. Um, just say, I think uh, Gordon's got some good taste in anime. He's watching. <laughs> A tsundere anime. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> and it lasts like twelve seasons. Well, the guy was the tsundere, right? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> they mean, ran I into think, each other, he's like, I think she girl. is sort of tsundere too because of his actions. Yeah. Um, he's like, yeah, I'm a baka boy sometimes. <laughs> the baka boys is that a band name? The baka boys. Yeah, I think that works as a band name. How would you spell boys? B o y z. B o y z. I think. I don't know. Maybe S. I don't like that spelling of boys, but I don't think S fits in a band name. The Baca. <laughs> Got a crazy to Baja. No. No, not Baja, man. That's already a band. All right, it's on the list. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But it just says here Matthew continues to work as a stage actor. Lucas takes up work as a barista. Yep. Uh, Roxy helps Todd train to maintain his vegan powers. The Katianagi twins continue working robotics. Wallace finds a boyfriend in parody. And then Knives joins Sex Bavon as the keyboardist. Yep. Oh, and Ramona continues work as a stunt double. Oh, yeah. That was a nice little like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. I like that. Because um, in the comics, she canonically has super strength. <laughs> oh, does she? Yeah. She's like, she can easily rip up metal and stuff. Hmm. Like... Like when when she fights knives in the library, she's just like, "Yep, let me just tear off this metal pole and use it as a weapon." Um, 
But yeah, no, she's got she's got superpowers there. Um, um, the only notes I have that we really haven't discussed is they used "Ring of Fire" as an ending song. Oh yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, which I think is a reference to that was on the um, Lucas Lee episode, which mm-hmm. has a lot of skateboarding. Um, and I played a lot of Tony Hawk's Underground Two in the day. Okay, and that was one of the songs that would play in the background um, whenever you were in. I think mostly whenever you were in Spain, it would play a lot. Gotcha. Um, I think it was Madrid was the map, but but yeah, that was just like that. The Ace of Spades, some other like classic, like okay. sort of punkish um, sort of things. The Ring of Fire is not really punk, but mm-hmm. it like it it fit in well. It's in that Tony Hawk's Underground Two soundtrack, and I'm like, huh? They just did Ring of Fire. I wonder. I wonder. Good music in the anime. Oh yeah, great. Song. I mean, good music in the movie too. Oh yeah, it's, it's the main reason you watch it. Yeah, <laughs> it's the one downside of the graphic novel. Yeah, there's no, there's, there's music. music, but I have to like read it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like okay. Um, we can talk about all the different, um, the different iterations of the band because the band ends up in different places in each uh, okay. media. In the, in the comic. Stephen Stills starts his own band with his um, boyfriend. His, because Stephen comes out in the comic. Yes. Um, it's like, I think it's implied he came out in Volume Five, but they didn't show it on screen because Scott just had yeah. too much other stuff coming on. Like, I told, I, 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 uh, I came out like last volume, but you were busy, so we didn't tell you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's in there with his boy, with his boyfriend Joseph, who mm. was at one point Kim's roommate. Yes. Um. And was helping them produce their album, which is 17 minutes long. <laughs> um, and then at the end, Scott and Kim start their own band. Yeah, they start a band called Shatter Band. Shatter Band. They're not good. They're not good. <laughs> but they played they played a Neil, young Neil, or who's just Neil at that point, and Knives. And, um, and they're like, you're the only two people who could be... Fans. Our fans, and you're not into it either. Want but, to play again? <laughs> but they're just like, yeah, it's, it's like, ah, yes, Scott and Kim are friends. Yes. Even if there is, there was some uh, unrequited feelings going on there. At some point, they could still remain friends. Which I don't know. That's another reason why, like, Kim's great. Yeah, Kim's great. I like Kim. Um, and then. I mean, in the movie. In the movie, it's just the young band Neil. becomes Young Neil, Kim, and Steven. Yeah, and then um, they lose a record deal, but that we really don't know the fate of that. Yeah, but they're just like, like Young Neil, you're you're doing great. Lineup's better than it's ever been. Um, you should now be known as Neil. <laughs> is that in the movie? Yeah. Okay, good, good. Because that's in the comic, too, and I'm like, which one? Is it in all of them? It's a... I don't think it's in the anime. It's not in the anime because the book that got written oh, yeah, about by that, the, that Ramona based the movie off of was by old young Neil. <laughs> that's that's one casualty of the anime is young Neil will stay young Neil forever. Um, even when he's old. Even when he's old. Um, also, he, he looks at the book and he's like, old young Neil. I wonder if he's related to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. This brings up the question. Is Neil a himbo? He's not big enough, right? He's not big enough to be a himbo. Okay. Size... Todd is a himbo, but Todd would be a himbo if he was nicer. Okay. Todd is like an evil himbo. So Lucas Lee almost becomes a himbo at the end of the anime. Okay. 
Because he's big and now, he's nicer I know now. Scott doesn't have the size, but he has the fighting. Does that not count? It has to it's be gotta size. Be, it's gotta, the size got to be an important factor. So it has to be size. Okay. Also, I don't know. Scott's I don't know stupid, the rules but he's not like himbo stupid. I guess. Um, he's not funny stupid. He's just stupid. No, he's funny stupid, but it's a different type of funny stupid. Okay. It just doesn't quite feel right. Glove doesn't fit. Okay. The glove don't fit. Not a himbo. Not a himbo. <laughs> I don't know if there's a way you could make it rhyme. Himbo it isn't. If the glove don't fit, himbo it isn't. Works for me. Okay. Um, Is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, can I do maybe a couple flaws of the show, I think? Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. You said you had Not some picks. all of the voice acting is great. I think as a whole it's good. I think there's a couple of leak link, link, weak links. You have like characters that you would say? <sighs> um, or just like moments where you felt like that felt off? Maybe moments, but I think... I don't remember... Not, shit, I forgot his name. Steven? I don't Steven Stills? Yeah. I don't think Knives is that great. But again, it's a Nick pick because a lot of them aren't like trained voice actors yeah they are you can kind of tell though when like one of the bigger names i think do a good job just because they're used to it they can kind of well i think mary elizabeth winston did a great job no no she's good yeah i think michael sarah i like michael sarah as the voice of scott better than i like michael sarah as scott yes just because it's like i see that i'm like oh that's michael sarah like Mm -hmm. i don't know takes me out um yeah steven stills michael sarah michael sarah looks a little bit too smuggish yes in real life He's too tall, I think, too. Okay. Scott's a little... But his voice matches. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. He does... No, I think he did good, too. Again, I think it was just kind of... Some of the lesser supporting characters. Yeah. Which, I mean, like, the Scott Pilgrim movie, at the time it came out, was not filled with a bunch of well-known actors, per se. They were up and... Well, I don't know if they were even up-and-comers. They became pretty big names. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, oh, okay, this stack is actually... This stack. This... Cast. This cast is actually stacked in mm-hmm. hindsight, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, you know, at the time per se. There might have been a few names. I was like, oh yeah, okay, like that's the Fantastic Four like, guy. Jason Schwartzman might have his best year of his career this year. Yeah. Um. So it's just like, okay, well, that's and now it's just like, oh yeah, these are all like, like Aubrey Plaza and Jason Schwartzman and all these people are like, oh yeah, these guys are pretty big names. Jason mm-hmm. Schwartzman, I don't know if I would say is a big name, but no. Um, but he, he had a big year this year. Yeah. What 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 did he have this year? Well, he had this year. Well, he had Scott Pilgrim. He had Asteroid City. Yeah. And he had Spider Man. Okay. Yeah, that's right. He was in Across the Spider Verse, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, like, if you are, he's he's a big enough name, like, because Wes Anderson is a big enough name that a lot of people who know movies know Wes Anderson's work, and mm-hmm. therefore probably know no, Jason Schwartz. Schwartzman. Yeah. But like. You know, you ask somebody, like, okay, I ask my, one of my brothers, like, oh, yeah, it's Jason Schwartzman. They'd be like, who? who? Yeah. I ask my sister, and she's like, yeah, I had a beer with his brother once after, because his brother's in a band. It's like, yeah, okay, you keep thinking you're the coolest person in the family because of that. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, that's a little nitpick. I think the ending episode kind of whatever i don't know I don't, yeah I, i'm not a huge fan of just it ending on a big fight that doesn't really do much i guess allowed them to kiss yeah again true. again it's it's the 
we need to have, or we don't need to have. It's kind but... of the problem nowadays in movies is just, you got to end it with a big fight. And it's just like, I don't think you needed a big fight here. I don't know. I thought it was fun because we got to have Street Fighter, even older Scott, who's basically Akuma from okay. Street Fighter. Um, I don't know. But I feel like they also, like, they played fun at it because at one point there's like, because he was trying to confront the evil exes to figure out why he can't kiss Ramona. And it's like, there's no fighting, <laughs> no kissing. This, this sucks. <laughs> this uh, finale sucks. Uh, I like the part at the end where, uh, last episode where like i think scott's trying to pick a fight with todd and just like knocks his popcorn over <laughs> you owe me a new <laughs> you owe me a new tub of butter <laughs> i mean popcorn <laughs> <laughs> and now uh, double that and we'll be good <laughs> again those are my like slight nitpicks but uh, again i really liked it it's really good we never said that the final lineup in the anime for the band is scott uh, knives, Stephen, and Kim. Yes. Sorry, Stephen Stills. You can't say. Sorry. You can't say Stephen. You have to say Stephen Stills. <laughs> Do you yeah, always you call him right. by his first and last name? Who? Stephen Stills? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Is there anything else? Um. Go watch it. Go. Yeah. Go. Apparently, it didn't do well. <laughs> Apparently, people stopped when they're like, "This isn't an adaptation of the comics." I'm out. Like, get over really? yourselves. This is. Wikipedia says it got good reviews, though. That's good. That's good. I'm just seeing, like, people... Because I was looking, like, I just want to mm. be in this world more and see what other people thought. And there there were some people like, oh, yeah, I quit after this because it wasn't what I wanted. And I'm like, oh, come on, people. This look good. Do you have your dibs written down? No. I never okay. write down dibs. I just call them. I can't remember if this... I think I have dibs on Kim. I know I have dibs on Kim. Okay. I've written down Ramona, Gideon. I don't know why I took Gideon. Uh, Stacy and Envy. Stacy. Oh, okay. Stacy Pilgrim. Yep. Yeah. Scott's sister. We didn't talk about her at all. She's, <laughs> She's not really in it. Yeah. Um, we didn't talk so much. I love Wallace in all the iterations. Okay. I think Kieran Culkin is perfect casting yes. for Wallace. Um, I will say Wallace is has more nice moments where he's actually like friends with Scott in the comics than he does in either the movie or the show. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's just like, Oh, in the, cause it's playing up Wallace is like this mean gay man. Who's always going to get the upper hand at the end of the conversation is, um, it's just great. It's very dynamic, mm-hmm. uh, in the, and Kira Culkin does a great job of that. But... Oh, he's great. It was just that, what is it? It's not a race. <laughs> I just like, well, Jimmy, has this been great or do they suck? They have I'm not playing. started playing yet. <laughs> that was the test, Jimmy? You pass. pass. <laughs> just like he's always stealing Stacy's boyfriends. Because <laughs> he, steals, he steals Jimmy. And she just goes, again? <laughs> Which is the best part. Like, checks Stacy while he's asleep. It's like, how do you do that? <laughs> but he has, like, he has genuine moments where like, oh, yeah, he genuinely cares about Scott. Yes. Um, in the in the comics, and there may be a few of that in the movie, but it's just how condensed things are. Mm-hmm. It's just like we got to hit the good Wallace stuff. So I think the like maybe the like least fun, I guess, person from the comics is Young Neil. Yeah, Young Neil doesn't really do much in the game. He's just sort of there to like have knives still stick around with the band yeah. by pretending to date him. Yeah, yeah, just young Neil isn't really doing anything in the 
comics. And he's great in the anime. He's great in the anime. <laughs> and the movie. He's great in the movie, too. He's okay in the movie. I like him in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's just he doesn't have much to do, but he does do stuff. He has a line. I forget what it was. So what do you oh, play? Yeah. Well, it's like, so what do you play? Uh, uh, that's a big question. Uh, Zelda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, okay. It's like, that's a good bit. Mm-hmm. They gave him that. That's not in the comics, though. Another thing where it's like, ah, oh, yes, the movie. Make young Neil a little, a little dumb. He's. Yeah. Is there anything else? I think we should wrap it up. Yeah, I think we should wrap it up. Um, I don't know. I really like this. I want more things to exist in Scott Pilgrim. So please go watch it so Brian Lee O'Malley can go make more things. And Ben David, who wrote it. Yes. Um, and then... Is it Grabinski? Is that his last yeah. name? Ben David Grabinski. Or Grabowski. Uh, we didn't mention that, that one of our favorite podcasters plays two roles in this movie oh, I think Griffin Newman plays as... actor in movie and he plays Butler Butler <laughs> and he's just doing like he's just doing voices that he does he does his Danny Zuko impression when he plays actor in movie yeah. who's the original actor to play Wallace Wells and then becomes Wallace Wells' stunt devil mm-hmm. I keep trying to say stunt devil it's double stunt yeah, stu- double double um and the, the butler at the League of Evil X's. What what kind of voice? He's like, I don't remember that one. Like, I didn't realize I was. I'm like, a really big fan, or something like that. Um, just like a high pitched voice is what he was doing. So okay. he basically just said he was a big fan of Lucas Lee. <laughs> it's his one line there. Is butler. Okay. Um, in the second episode. Gotcha. I have to rewatch it now. Yeah, I'll I'll do that. <laughs> what are you doing in like five minutes when we're done recording? Uh, probably eating something. Oh, okay. Good idea. Good idea. Well, you're hosting. Oh, you're going to take so, us out? Um, thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter. Or, sorry, X. We're going to say Twitter, sorry, X every time. Just in the vein, hope that it eventually changes back to Twitter. Well, that's because it's funny. Yeah. Um, at anime underscore territory. Uh, follow us on all your podcasts. Go ahead and rate us if you want. We, is that a thing? You can do that? I guess. I if you can do every, that, do Every it. other podcast you listen to tells you to do it. We have never said it, so I'll not go ahead and do it. Yeah. I don't care Fuck what it. you rate us. Give us one star. That's what we deserve. Like two or three, maybe. I think we're two. Depends on the episode. Yeah. This one, probably a three. I think yeah. we did pretty good. Yeah. Well, I had actual things to talk about instead yeah. of us just going over the plot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh yeah, all follow us all, basically all, podcast pl- platforms. Mm. I'm not missing anything. YouTube, anime territory, yep. cityscape background because yep. there's multiple of us. You are now leaving the anime territory. Goodbye. <laughs>